0: It's Tracy, and I think, I think we're on a special edition of Truth, Lies, and Cover-ups, aren't we, Alex? Is this a special edition? Would you say?
1: I'm feeling pretty special, so let's just go with that.
0: I think so. I think so. But, you I know,
1: you're ed. always special, Tracy. Always.
0: Not just special, Ed.
1: Short bus kind of special. That's that's Tracy. That's mm-hmm. our friend. <laughs> yeah. Truth, lies, <laughs> and cover-ups. No, this cover-ups. was yeah. this was one that you know you and I just having one of our random co- conversations on the phone, and I thought, why are we not recording this? Because uh, mostly, it's going to make me sound like I'm much smarter than you, and I figure we needed a record of that uh, for when you try and deny these things because you are an Alex smart denier. <laughs> no, the question was, so, all right, to bring those of you up to speed, uh, Tracy and I were just on the phone, or just, just on the phone, slow mm-hmm. my brain down. Um, we were just on the phone and, uh, and and the question came up. In in fact, I think that's how we started the conversation was talking about the Will Smith versus Chris Rock uh, Battle Royale that took place just the other day at the, was it the Academy Awards? Is that what that was? Yeah, the
0: Oscars. It's the same Oscars. thing. Oscars, okay. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. thing.
1: Uh, and so the question was, um, was it right or wrong? I'm going wrong. Why?
0: Uh, w- Wait, wrong
1: for whom wrong and why? For,
0: wrong for Will Smith, less wrong for Chris Rock.
1: Okay, so both wrong, but one more wrong than the other.
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, explain so, your ridiculous position before I destroy. No,
0: my it. position is amazing because it's the right one, and um, th-
1: this is why I have to bitch slap you daily. <laughs> it's just <laughs> to bring Will you back to reality. <laughs> no, so, so you shouldn't hit
0: anyone. You shouldn't interrupt any performer's show, and um, and Will Smith laughed. He actually thought it was funny. And then he had to backtrack on, on that for show. And so that is why I, and, and you shouldn't hit people. That's not how you solve stuff. That's like for three-year-olds. That's how you 3 year olds solve stuff, hit
1: people. So as we were saying on the phone, sometimes smacking somebody is the appropriate response. Yeah, but not, not always, not this, but sometimes.
0: Not here. What what would you, so, so you think it is okay.
1: Uh, I I don't think it's necessarily okay, but I do think it's warranted. I mean, it's like war. War is not okay, but sometimes it's warranted.
0: Okay. So So I I would
1: put it into that vein. But so if you're asking what my take is on this thing, um, I'm not afraid to offer an opinion that's I know, so unlike me. Um, no, my take on it is that, so what I saw was I saw a comedian on stage, but but he's not just in front of a couple thousand people in the room. There's an international audience of tens of millions of people. And he just insulted somebody's wife sitting in the crowd there. Uh, and now some of this plays into guy rules that I don't necessarily expect uh, Tracy to, for this to resonate for you, I mean it may it may not, but um, it's kind of part of being a guy is that when you know one guy insults your wife, I mean he's not just insulting the wife he's insulting you, and it's kind of a dare like what you' got to do about it you know i'm going well, to insult your wife and let's Chris see what you got Rock
0: operates though he's he's a he's an over the line guy
1: that doesn't necessarily make it okay, and so I think it's I think there are insults that are okay and there are insults that are not and there's lines you don't cross. So, you know, it's one thing to call your wife out on, you know, she's doing something goofy or uh, she's got a great looking dress on. But, you know, you don't tell somebody that their wife is a fat whore. Well,
0: and if no, but you he, did, he didn't come you close fully, to that.
1: Well, of course not. But if you did, you fully expect that the that husband is going to come bitch slap you and, and then some. And if he doesn't, then it just makes the husband look really bad for, because why on earth is he not standing up for his wife? But the point of that being is that there there are some lines that you don't necessarily cross. And any guy can tell you that if you do cross those lines, you would expect to have some sort of a confrontation. Over
0: well, it. now Will Smith said uh, he's going to therapy now to deal with um, uh childhood issues or something <laughs> I, you know I think it's for show is what that part is and I agree um, yeah he's he's just trying to save his career at this point but the audience still um cheered for him you know I I talked to my writer out in Hollywood and um, she's like I said where was security she's like here's the deal will Smith doesn't get escorted out of anywhere that's not what happens
1: I saw you wrote that what does that mean
0: it means he he has his own rules that that everyone else just follows along with cuz he's Will Smith.
1: Okay, so you could make the argument that the that the institution is not attempting to stop him from that and almost condoning it because of
0: Well, that. exactly, cuz let's face it. Everyone's still talking about the Oscars. Would we be talking about the Oscars if this hadn't happened? No.
1: So we wouldn't be talking about the Oscars at all cuz I wouldn't care. <laughs> no,
0: right? And so the like they they really did a lot to bring women up front to bring uh people of color up front and different orientations and the whole bit and then um it, it just it went totally wrong in a way that i don't think anyone anticipated and um anyway so w- what is important is that i i had bought a couple months ago i bought chris rock tickets for um june here in denver and mm. uh, i can't wait now <laughs> i think it's
1: gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what do you think the right thing to do would have been for both Jada and will in that scenario?
0: I think the right thing is to handle it. Like adults handle it off stage, like not heckle not because, because now, unfortunately what's what's happened. Cause I, I get on stage all the time. That's my job in keynotes. And, um, and I say some things that people might not agree with and I I'm putting the world on notice. Now, if that should happen to me, I will fight back. Uh, you, you, you will not get, get away like Will Smith did, right? Because it's it's really uh, it's really something a, 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 something's going to be an ever-present threat from here on out for someone like me. Now, I don't think I'm too controversial. Some of my peers are much more so, but um, not not a good example of how to handle things.
1: Yeah, and I don't think you're in too much danger of anything happening like that because you're not edgy in that way.
0: I had something happen once. I did.
1: Because of something you did and it was appropriate or because somebody was just being a, a because jackass? Because
0: someone was a big Trumper and had an outburst during my talk.
1: Okay. And they're known for doing
0: that. Mm-hmm.
1: And I can't see you necessarily antagonizing that, but I can see something coming out that may be construed that way or misconstrued.
0: Well, that's what people do is they misconstrue a, a nonpartisan comment into mm-hmm. their frame of reference which isn't always favorable towards one party or, or another and and that that's a very real thing and it happens over and over and over and over again during my body language analysis it doesn't matter if it's in print or if i'm on stage live or if i do videos people make it mean what they want to make it mean and they don't have a clear lens and, and they're so focused on themselves and how they are being wronged by one party or another one person or another that that they just don't see clearly.
1: And they simply hear it as an insult, even though it was mm-hmm. not.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah. or a directive on who they should vote for or what they should do or things like that. And that, and that's really not where any of my analysis comes from at, at all.
1: Sure. And, you know, my verbiage for stuff like that when I'm, I'm having those conversations, something that's worked well for me is just to say, you know, I don't I don't care what anybody's politics are. That's not what this is about. But here's this thing, you know, whatever that may be. And so something about me not caring about people's politics seems to, I don't know, help that situation for whatever that's. Yeah. I
0: started that. And, you know, uh, I started to do that uh, before I took all the politics pretty much out of my talk, but then, then we had the, um, who was the Supreme court justice who uh, had that problem with um, uh, potentially sexually harassing or raping the girl. It was Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Kavanaugh. Yeah. Yeah. So what I said during that time, I said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I have some intel on this because, I had just talked to the FBI about it. And, uh, and I said, but I will not address that on stage. I said, if you would like to come and meet me off stage over here, just over here in the corner, I will hold an extra little session. I will not argue with you about anything and you will not argue with me about anything. And I will give you an, an unbiased read on what's gone on. And you know what? Everyone that came was interested and cool. And, and they knew that, Um, I wasn't going to tell them who to vote for or what to do. Like, I just want to give them a little information so they can take it and do whatever they want with it. Um,
1: And did you find people getting defensive for their team, if you will?
0: No, because I told those people not to come. Okay. I was like, no, I'm not going to. Because it's kind of like, you know, our friend Nona. You remember Nona? I do. Yeah. Nona is great because she just has common sense and can clearly think through things. And those are the people that I want, like people who actually want to make an educated decision, Mm -hmm. Um, people who are really far one way or really far the other way, more power to you, right? But you're not for me.
1: Yeah. And the problem is, I think that most people, if not everybody, thinks they're the logical ones. They're the ones coming to this. And everybody else is crazy. And so that's kind of I I think most everybody has that approach Mm -hmm. because who's going to say, yeah, I'm crazy. But, you know, I'm in favor of this or that.
0: That doesn't happen. Nobody ever does that. that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay, which brings us to our next thing that we're going to talk about, and that Mm -hmm. is Deshaun Watson and. The uh, because he just went to Cleveland from Houston, right? The quarterback NFL quarterback has 22 uh criminal cases that got uh where he did not get indicted on sexual uh misconduct with massage therapists around Houston 22 different ones,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and now with they
1: massage therapists,
0: yeah, yeah. So he was getting, trying to get funky with them is what he was trying to do. And
1: they didn't want to play ball.
0: Nope, they didn't. And so, um, he has an equal number of, of massage therapist references that say he's quite a gentleman. Now, hmm. uh, I, I am in the middle right now when we were doing this of my analysis of his press conference in Cleveland about this. And so I think, I think there's a little bit of deception there. I do. <laughs>
1: Okay. And is this something you're recording for, for the world to see?
0: I am. I am. I, oh, I cool. have, I have succumbed to your pressure, Alex. Yes. Make make little videos of things that I see <laughs> on TV um, and just do a little bit of analysis. So uh, people can look for that here. It'll probably be out by the time this podcast drops and um you can see the body language of Deshaun Watson. Is he being a hundred percent truthful? Maybe there's some little fudge factors in there.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: anyway, I am going to decode it all, and people are going to be able to see it here real soon.
1: Well, that is brilliant. How long is the uh, is the interview?
0: Well, I have several clips that are two minutes totaling two minutes and fifty-one seconds. So this is going to be a super short
1: analysis. Okay, perfect. Analysis. Mm-hmm. So those of you that don't know, this is something I've been pestering Tracy about for like not a pestering. week. Not
0: pestering. I'm going to go with. I'm harassing. totally
1: pestering. Okay. Well, Arassing. we can go with that, and mm-hmm. um, uh, she has not taken out an emergency. Um, uh, restraining order at this point, a protective order, but I I imagine it's in the works. But so I've been pestering her about uh, expanding her online presence with video by doing, because she's a body language expert and that's what she's good at. And what I'm trying to tell her to do is to go and find these uh, current events style uh, interviews or anything that is body language intensive where she would have something relevant to offer that the average person wouldn't see and to take little snippets of those and just make bite-sized YouTube videos you know two to five minutes each uh, so here's the Desan Watson uh, interview where he's talking about the massage therapist who claimed that he owes them money and so I'm gonna break that down for you in the next three minutes so that kind of thing yep. and she's been fighting me on it because she's better than that frankly and <laughs> and she doesn't want to get into this you know pop cultural crap that's you know gets tossed around on facebook but the my my point on this is that people look for that and that uh they it's, do and,
0: and it's you know a what, you know what put me over the edge i'm going to i'm going to put you um because i I've been listening to you, and and um, yeah,
1: that's problem number one.
0: That was problem number one. Uh, our, friend, <laughs> our friend in Nashville, Beth. You know, our friend in Nashville, Beth. She's like Tracy. Right. You have to. I told her what you said. She said, Tracy, you have to do it. Here's why. I said, Why? She said, You're going on TikTok, and I was like, Oh my gosh, I am not. And she said, Yes, you are. You're going to. Well, that, that
1: is kind of the thing right now, isn't it? TikTok. Yeah. 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 That's. So, yeah. I think that's perfect. So
0: pretty soon, you're going to find me on TikTok and um, a lot, a lot of places that I'm not. She be, be she be chicken.
1: She be talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So, so you gotta, gotta, I think that's for that. Great. and, um, and that was the impetus between you and our friend Nashville Beth.
1: Well, go Beth. That's just one more reason for us to like Beth. Plus she bought us coffee. So, you know, we like her for that reason. That's too. right. That's right. Yeah. So. Well, I'm glad we got to have this chance, uh, this chance to chat and, uh, and just get this out. I think we should probably do this every day just really so I can vent.
0: Well, we could and, and you know, uh, these, these chat episodes are not any different than the phone calls that have been going on between us for the last 15 years. So
1: um, <laughs> now,
0: now the whole world gets to, gets to join us.
1: Yeah. Lucky, lucky world. Yeah. So All right.
0: I think we should wrap it up. That's our chat, our bonus chat for today. Thanks for joining us.
1: And, of course, you can always reach out if you've got any thoughts about this and you want to contribute to us. Uh, These were some pressing questions, and, you know, we'd love to hear your opinion. If you want to reach out to us, the way to reach us, uh, we've got an email uh, account set up just for this. It is bodylanguagetracy.com at gmail.com so tracy is spelled with an i that's mm-hmm. body language tracy at gmail.com reach out to us there and uh if we like what you say or you've got something really insightful to say we may very well or you may very well hear yourself on the air
0: that and if you have little videos you want me to um to oh great us, idea suggestions now. Here, here's the deal though here's the deal they so the have deal? to be short. Someone sent short. me an 18-minute video the other day, and I said, I "And will we don't not have that do kind this. of attention
1: span over it, here." It takes
0: nope. me it takes me five times as long as a video is to do a proper analysis. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, if you want to send me a video that is longer, give me some timestamps of, "Hey, here's here's uh, what do you think about this?" and a question. So you can't just send it to me and go, "What do you think?" You have to send me the timestamps or a very short video and a very specific question. And I will do my best for you.
1: So you mean to tell me that you don't just look at these videos and then immediately spit out everything? It actually takes work?
0: It actually is something that I'm trained in with by the... not by the FBI, but FBI guys, uh, CIA, uh, green berets. They're all in these classes that I take. So.
1: Well, the reason I bring that up is because when I watch you do these things, these analyses, and I've seen video of that, uh, you know, you're, you're looking at something and breaking it down. And these are the things that I've seen like on TV, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're breaking it down for them right there. And it looks like you're looking at it for the first time and you can take this read immediately. But I think that's very telling what you just said that (laughs) it, it, that it, you have to watch it five times. So an 18 minute video is going to be what, 72 minutes of actual viewing time before yeah. you can actually break that down properly. So the mm-hmm. take home message being that there's actually some work involved here and she's not uh, such a natural that she can just blow it out one ear as soon as it goes in the other ear.
0: Yeah, no. Cause then I, whenever that happens, I say dumb stuff. And I'll tell you a story about this. And I was in Kansas city when the Chris Watts shooting happened over mm-hmm. here and uh i do tv in denver and literally this is what happened i wasn't speaking till 2 p.m that day mm-hmm. i woke up and i said huh um i was watching gail king cbs um uh, 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 morning news and i looked and i go that would be interesting maybe i'll do a, my newsletter on that right the chris watts thing yeah a minute later my phone started ringing it was denver uh, uh, Denver channel seven. And then the phone rang after that. And it was Fox Denver. They mm. said, can you come down to the studio? I said, no, I can, I am in Kansas city. And I said, here's what I want you to do. Get, let, send me into your affiliate here. Right. Oh, and, okay. and you know, all the news channels are they're They're all in the same neighborhood usually. Right. Sure. So literally I went down to, um, to the affiliate, uh, in for I think it was channel seven And then I got out of that. I went across the street and I went to the affiliate for Fox Mm -hmm. and on the way down, because I had not seen the video because, and, and what I had seen was on my phone and it was super small and he had a beard and I couldn't tell a lot from it. Well, so, back
1: it up just a sec. What? What's the context? Who is Chris Watts? What, Chris what was Watts. This?
0: He's the guy that, that shot his, or, or he didn't shoot. He killed his uh, two kids and his pregnant wife out here. In oh, Frederick.
1: that's right. That was about yeah. four years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was probably was four or five years ago. Anyway, I had not seen it and I got to the station I said, y'all have got to let me see this on a big screen. Cause I mm-hmm. need, I, and, and I, I go, give me a piece of paper because I need to take some notes. And then from that, I can pull it out. So I did a faster read on that. And just, we just found like a couple points because all they want is sound bites. Right. Right. So, um, anyway, that's the thing. I, rarely, if I have a serious issue, do I, can I do a, like a read that's just instantaneous? Like I really like to because I like to get it right because the stuff that I say has consequences, it really does. And, not it, it, it can affect a person individually. it can affect um, uh, public thought uh, and, and that's super important
1: to me. Has anyone ever threatened to sue you over your reading?
0: No, they have not. And um, in my in my keynotes people are uh, wondering if Lance Armstrong would sue me <laughs>
1: because
0: I do go after him pretty hard. Um, cause, uh, I don't know if anybody on the podcast knows, but yeah, I used to race bikes. Uh, Lance Armstrong was one of my teammates and I saw a lot of things that led to some suspicion and, um, it's he's sense admitted things. And I think I'm the least of his problems. So,
1: yeah, well, that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, plus, you know, his dad knows you and, and that's just, that's a whole different ball of worms right there.
0: I do know his dad now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. So this has run longer than we expected, uh, but thanks for playing along.
0: Yes, thanks. And we will see everybody next time.
1: Sounds good.